0: What's good, what's good, peoples? Welcome back to that season three. And you know we couldn't start that season three and that West Coast journey without my brother Big U. Facts. So with that being said, do your homework, do your history. You already know we got that one representative of LA. And you already know who it is, my brother Big U, man. With that being said, let's get right into the interview, man. Because it's legend. You already know. LA, what's good? It's your boy Pistol that y'all talk. When you in that Tampa Bay area, make sure you reach out to my boy, Gus Torres, man. If you want anything that has to do with real estate, man, make sure you hit him up. You get the lowest prices and the finest houses, man. Trust me when I tell you, but don't forget to mention my name. You already know that Pistol Peter gets you that early discount. And that's my brother, man, Gus Torres. You already know out in the Tampa Bay area. Make sure you hit him up, man. Sell, buy, invest, all that. Make sure you hit him up, man, because he focused with that out there. Tampa Bay, you already know, it's your boy Pistol, man. Get at me. Whew. You already know what it is, your boy Pistol Pete, and this is Dog in the you And today, you already know, we got my brother Big U in the building. West, 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 west coast. You already know how you giving it up. What's up, Big U? What's up, bro, bro? How's everything, my brother?
1: I'm good, man.
0: Hey, it's been a long time I ain't see you, huh? Yeah, when
1: we first came home, first picture. <laughs> I always look at that picture, because. That blue, the blue, um, what was that blue Bentley? GT. The, the blue GT, GT Bentley. Bentley. I, got a, I
0: got, that shit big. Yeah, I, I got, got that big. I got a Mom big got that up, in his
1: house, man. That's yeah. cool. That's me. What was it me, you, and Steve? Me you, and Steve.
0: Steve was on the, uh, the driver's seat. We were sitting. out. We was on the side. Yeah, I look With at that bitch. Super big clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> you seen the shit that he had on? <laughs> <laughs> I'll was like, yo, yeah, what the fuck? that shit come back, Mal you. you know, for those that don't know. Me and Big U have a history. You know, as soon as he touched down, I touched down, we licked up. It was all been love since day one. It's my brother for life. 15,
1: 15 for years life. ago.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That was 15 yeah, years ago.
0: Hell yes. And and we've been, you know, for those that don't know, we've been death row. Let them know a little bit about our death row Bad. Did I win that game when you did?
1: I won a game or something.
0: Yeah, right. I'm, yeah, of course. I mean, it's, it's just like, like when
1: I play pong, against shook. <laughs> you never know when. Yeah. You gotta hey. have it recorded, man. You
0: gotta have a recorded. And that was you definitely with the recorder. You filmed everything. Here. I got all that footage, man. That's good. All I'm, the footage. I'm gonna be working on my documentary, so I'm gonna be setting, you know, so it's good. Even though we might not, I mean, if we get to use it, but, yeah, definitely going to set it up so they can come see you and all that, you know. Like, you know up, and up. they're going to get the moments of us playing, you know, Shug and Deathblow yep. and all that, you know.
1: But we definitely, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. got to do it. You're a legend. Yeah, yeah. So we got to You know what, what I mean? That. Yeah. I used to tell people I know Pete, they like Pete.
0: You know, Pete, the real Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> we cruising since then, you know. We know how you know, we got to stay out here, you know. Things change. we fathers, man. You know, we got kids, you know, things change. You know, we still who we are. That never changed.
1: I call you for anything on the East Coast, I call Pete.
0: Yeah. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But we still in the, I mean, you know, like, I deal with that shit. I deal with that struggle with that shit every day, just dealing with people just not having the, the ability to be able to move from up under the cloth where everybody else is. We'll forever be, and that's why I'm glad you're doing this, mm-hmm. Dogs in the Yard, because. People need to understand where we came from, and see where we are, and see our journey is just—we ain't got no period on our journey. Yeah. Our journey's still going. Word. It's, here. Always,
0: it's It's difficult, man. Just you know, dealing with—you know—it's tough as fuck. But we—we we, we ain't going nowhere. We making it happen. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. why platforms like this are created. So those ex convicts and those brothers that 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 had that moment that never had that voice—they right. able to you know express their you know their, their situation on, on on this platform for the youth. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For those out there that want to, you know, not listen and get ahead on it. But shut up, mom, or You know, being disrespectful because, you know, we in a different era. Yeah. You know, the kids and all that shit, they tough and they don't respect. You
1: know Uh what I'm saying?
0: So this shit is really, really tough. So, you know, with the hopes that, you know, doing shows like this, you know, it'll it'll, it'll, it'll open up their eyes, you know, to the point where at least if we could get one that'll be like, oh shit, you know, Mm -hmm. I I seen that show. It makes me think about not doing certain shit because, yo. You see, homeboy, he did forty years. Right. Know, I done interview people that did a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you look at my show, my shit is crazy. The from the intro all the way. Like, yeah, yeah, I seen
1: some. Of them. I, I um, I seen how in the platform how you giving people to be able to talk. Yeah, I love it because in the doc we doing, it's about people coming from nothing back to some. Our motherfuckers happened to the hustle you know what right. i'm saying and what hip hop was and this is a part of hip hop just to show this show alone is a part of hip hop
0: absolutely so with that being said um i want to um get into uh uh you know your your where you where you was born you know raised and you know, mm-hmm. your, your neighborhood you know what you you know what you rap you know with your, your culture you know where you how the, the things that you have done that will cause you to you know go to prison you know at what age and stuff like that and and, and the shit that you have to deal with as far as the legal terms right. it's definitely way different in New York. We don't have a concept of shit. The only reason I know about the shit that y'all go through as far as as being gang members in the, in the adjunction mm, like is because I learned that from you. Yeah, From the time that we started I think together. we was dealing with the gang nah, Junction When dealing, you remember? came out yes. here, it was, yes. they put, they just, it was yes. just pushing Remember the that shit? Yeah, you're right. Yes, yeah, so I remember that shit always stood yeah, in my Yeah, because the homies couldn't even be together. I remember that shit. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? So
1: Damn, I remember that. It was crazy because they just... They just they just ruled it. We just wanted court to to rule that that was all illegal. Yeah. So they had to go back and um um and then they robbed us again. It was a it was a 30 million 30, $30 million dollar settlement mm. that they still robbed and took. And yeah, And, 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 and the cold brothers cold. who got it, it was supposed to be the brothers who lost jobs or was forced to go to prison just in the junction, because it's not a law.
0: Mm.
1: It was just some piece of paper in the junction is supposed to prevent you from doing something. So that may lead to a law being broken okay. so there was never a law behind the injunction an injunction is something that stops this this from happening until a court rules that this is illegal unjustified or wrong on each way and they was actually locking dudes up and giving dudes violations based on that but they still doing that right well no nah, they got it not a, well they can't use the word injunction at all Okay. So they can't come and get you and say you were two or more people, you were in an area you're not supposed to be in. So they can't use it like that. That was um as of two so, years ago. So, so what's
0: that if you, you you get caught with a gun and they want to give you two years? For the oh adoption, no, those are the, priors. The assumption so, comes in and they, they get you another 10 on top of that. Yeah.
1: That's still there. So the, uh, uh, um, what we have is priors That's and enhancements. Amazing. No, that ain't went nowhere. The enhancement for a gun it's still different. That's like me, for instance. I went to prison for, I got, a, I had a robbery. I had robbery, kidnap on a police officer, assault on a police officer, and uh, drugs. So I beat all the other parts assault and all that because at that time, an officer couldn't be a victim in a crime. Mm. An undercover officer. So because he was an undercover officer and I pistol-whipped him and drugged him, once you move a person six feet mm. in California, that's considered kidnapped. So there goes the kidnap part. If he stand in one place and I move him six feet, Kidnapp. That's called that's considered kidnapped. And then the assault part, then the robbery part. So that right there, so then like me, I had to go to prison, which you was talking about, and learn the law. Because I ended up yes. catching another case while I'm in prison on some more officers. And
0: when all this started transpiring, I mean, at what age and what you know like- Oh,
1: when I started going to going to jail was thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. For a robbery, thirteen for a robbery. And for the record, when you raised that, you know, I like well, was know, raised right that. here in Crenshaw, Slauson. I was, I was, uh, uh, uh where well, I was actually born in the Hoovers. Okay, moms didn't move, My uncle didn't move to the to the sixties mm. on uh Arlington, and so at that time it wasn't over in the sixties in in, in what we what we considered to be from Western all the way to the water. That area was still like, and it was it wasn't anything over here. So when we started, when black people started coming east, from east L.A. to the west, that's when the gangs started coming. So you started seeing brims come over here. You started seeing the Hoovers and everybody going west. You started seeing that. So when we got over here early 70s. Um, it wasn't a roller 60s yet.
0: Okay.
1: And then shortly after that, about 74, about 74, 75, the 60s came. But when we came, we already was like little baby kids. Okay. We was out all night, 3, 4 in the morning, you know, running the streets, doing okay. what we're doing. You know, it kind of was different, but writing on walls, doing that shit, so we already had that, we kind of had that energy already, so now we're coming over here um, then about
0: At 13, 14? You
1: no, know, about a little earlier than that is when the Crips start, the the word Crips started getting bigger, so that's about, I say about the 4th or 5th grade. Mm-hmm. We start hearing about the Crips. And we start, homies somebody they turning Crips, and we like, we all want to be Crips. So we hear about if you going to be a Crip, you got to get a Crip jacket, and we all like, yeah, we gonna be, we gonna, I'm gonna become a Crip. And that was before the violence and the negative, the negative, the negative connotation got to the name. Mm-hmm. And then I think um, in the 12th grade, so we about 12 years old, um, no, we're about 12 years old in the 7th grade. Okay. In 1979, we get to, we get to because see, even at that time we still used to say blood.
0: Mm.
1: It used to be like young blood or young cuz. You could say that. Everybody right. said that. that was a word that all of us used up until 1979. So then that's when the color, color classification came in.
0: Mm.
1: And so around 79 is when you start meeting other people and you start um, seeing people from different demographics because you go from being at a school that may have, uh, what? maybe 500 kids in elementary, mm-hmm. and now you get to a junior high school and, it, and them numbers double. Mm-hmm. And now you're in school with people who's 14, you know, 9th, because at that age it was 9th, 10th, you know, it was 7th, 8th, and 9th. And so 7th, 8th, now you got kids and people who are older. So now your influences get get become different. Now you get to experience things. Now you're hearing about they doing car legs. They going around going in cars. They stealing batteries. They stealing they make money like shit, so, so upgrading. So you start upgrading because you're starting to hear about shit that you had never heard about. Mm-hmm. So in your neighborhood, you're like, oh, yo, yo, you just you just steal the battery and then you take it to 50s. Yeah. And you can sell it for $35? Mm-hmm. Damn. Now you like, okay, let me go get a battery if I need some money. Yeah. So at the time in LA, man, you know, we 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 was batteries and hubcaps. Mm-hmm. Cause and I know you guys remember too, because of course. It couldn't be a hubcap stay on this on the,
0: on, the, on the going. You no, know, that shit is gone by no. daylight. That shit gone. Especially if you get all four. <laughs> if you get the nice little spoke ones and shit. You know what I mean? Just it's gone. Go.
1: No. So, I mean, we started doing that. You um, know, we doing a little stuff, a little stealing right there, and um, you get caught. They take you home, mm. and but the mentality is always now like it's us versus them, mm. and I think my. One of the experiences that kind of shaped me was my uncles being that we was from Columbus, Mississippi. We, my family was from Mississippi, okay. who all moved migrated here to to the West. They used to always get into it with the police. Mm. So my uncles would really be fisticuffed with the police in the front yard.
0: So that shit is in your blood.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I watched it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm talking about like on point, like they to the point to where they knew everybody in our family name by name. Mm. Like you know, they knew them was the Shelton boys. Or the Shelton family.
0: In and my the, name ain't even Europe. Shelton.
1: That's crazy. So that's That'll how happen. I beat a lot of cases mm-hmm. because I am a Shelton. But my, my my mother is the is the family. So she took on, I took on my father's name.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they thought my name was Dante Shelton.
0: Okay.
1: But my name is not Dante Shelton at all. <laughs> so for years. That should help you out. A what? Bit, what?
0: What? Until they find out. Well, like,
1: until they find out. I Man, listen, I used to get pulled <laughs> over by the police, have my real Crenshaw High D, Crenshaw High School ID. And the police would pull me over, and I'd tell them where I live. Because my mother lived in Compton. Mm. So I would just tell them I was from Compton. Mm. Give my mother's address, my ID, and they'd put it down. But the whole time, from the World of Scamery age, I was going to run for some for some real serious shit. Mm. But they looking for Dante Shelton. Yeah,
0: a whole different name. A
1: whole different person, whole different yeah. name. the police right there with me got us all booked up. And because I had already started an FI card as my real name from Compton, only thing they want you to do is claim a gang. As long as you claim a yeah, gang. That's it. And I'm claiming a gang and I'm in there. They got my Crenshaw ID, they got my Crenshaw, Crenshaw backpacks. They only know me as that. And they don't got no name attachment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ran for I ran until I eventually got caught in nineteen eighty two for um, I went to in the Hall for some robberies, okay. some kidnaps, assaults, attempted oh, murders. Yeah, he was. I was
0: sixteen,
1: Mm-mm. so my first case, like I said, was like thirteen or fourteen. I right. got shot when I was fourteen,
0: okay,
1: in a robbery, in nineteen eighty-two. You was first time I getting some. shot, yeah. I well, I just, I just told a lie, I told a wrong. We had did the robbery, right, and we kicking back, and the homie is flashing some money, mm. and some old niggas roll by and try to pull out on us. Okay. And we down the street, we looking like, what the hell? And they kind of go crazy from there. And I end up getting hit in the arm. That was my mm-hmm. first time getting hit. Um, <laughs> it was funny, but yeah, so it was. I think I was like 14 or 15. Um, I don't go to the hospital, none of that. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, Moms, you no, know, moms don't even never, never find out about that. So this one, I got this one, because it went, at the time, right. it was, because it was, I was smaller, it went. And through and the muscle, in and out. But then it got, as I got older, it got smaller and smaller. But that was my first time getting shot at 14. Then around about, my second time, I think I was 17. It was after I got out of Central Junior Hall. No. I got, When I went to Central Junior Hall, I went for the robberies and all that other shit. They put it all in the papers and um, I got kicked out of California. At what age? Uh what had to been 17, 16 or 17? Mm. And then when I get out of Central Junior Hall and I go live with my father. So it was my first time really vibing oh, with him. California. Yeah. Yeah. F- yeah. They weren't gonna release me to my mother no more. Cause they couldn't find me guilty of all this shit. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know I don't know how they run it in, in New York, but in LA, and I think it's like that around the world, you in your birth. When you get a birth certificate, Mm -hmm. you are not uh, a ward to your parents. You're really a ward to the state. That's the reason why we are judged by a court of law. Mm -hmm. And they say judged by your peers because you actually belong to the state, the state state that you're born in. That's why they give you a certain number. Mm -hmm. It's like a... It's like a uh, a uh, uh, cause,
0: the title. It's a
1: title number. That's what they're giving it to you for. So when... So, so, so when, um, I learned that when I, when I went through that, so when I was, because I was a ward to the state because of my crimes, they had the right to either release me to my mother or release me to my father, or they could see, it could, they could, they could dub me unfit Mm
0: -hmm. for
1: society, but I hadn't been convicted of nothing because none of the witnesses was coming to say none of the shit I did. Right. And then they talking about, I suppose they had two different names. Mm. I didn't have two different names. I only had one name. Yeah,
0: they just thought that.
1: They just thought that. I had never told you I had another name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got caught in a whole nother, a whole nother, um police department. They didn't know I was actually in jail until uh, maybe about a month or two into me being in jail. Then they came back and they hit me with a bunch of different charges. Mm. And so at that point, it was like, nah. So that's when it kicked in. So now I end up, Going to Chicago, I'm living in Chicago, and it was my first time. And I always tell people how when I got to Chicago, I get to Chicago, man. We got we got the long hair, and we wearing the way we dressed was totally different to how they dressed in Chicago. Yeah. So when I get out there, man, I'm wearing khakis. I'm, I'm I'm getting khakis, dickies, polo shirts. I'm ironing my shit, and to them, it looked like I'm getting dressed to go to to go to church every day.
0: Mm.
1: So I get out there, um, I check in school. I go to Harlem High. Okay. And um, i mean, in 11th to 12th grade, I can't really remember. And, you know, we throw the hood up like this. So this is how we throw a six, and sometimes we do this. Okay. And sometimes we do this, sometimes, you know, we do all yeah. this. But back then, that was disrespectful to them. Because if you're throwing down a five, or you're throwing down a one. Yeah. And they looked at it, and you're throwing, and this was like vice lures. So if you're throwing down... How we throw our hood up to throw the end up, right. that's disrespecting Vice Lord. Holy and so, shit. man, I'm in school, man, and niggas is thinking I'm like a, a surfer. So niggas is like, you, you know Michael Jackson? Do you know Arnold? Do you, I'm like, you know the motherfucking Michael Jackson? Mother. said so, nigga, I'm a crip. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. that was foreign to them. Mm. Like, the fuck is that? And I'm like, you know, like, so. Years later, that's when I always liked the song with Tupac say, y'all better learn about y'all B's and C's because these niggas is real G's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I remember when I went out there because we was a lot more advanced than they was as far as the violence because we was on guns. Okay. And when I got to Chicago, they were still putting locks on belts and... <laughs> and, and, and whooping motherfuckers with chains. They would down on you with socks <laughs> on. Man, I was a gas your ass up. Hell you know what yeah. I mean? Because I was just in a different mentality. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, because, I mean, I'm, and, I, and it's from a young point of view, mm-hmm. and this is like 80, 83, 84. Mm-hmm. So I'm out there, and I'm looking, 82, 83, 84. So they just was on a different level. So when I get out there on probation, I end up doing some more robberies because... When I, get to, uh, when I get to Chicago, they were still living leaving They shit in the windows. Like, they were still leaving, like, boom boxes, radios, and clothes in the windows and and putting the, just the chains on that shit. And I'm like, shit, man, we finna gas up. So I'm teaching my men's and them oh, yeah. in Chicago. I'm like, because I was still in on the 108. You know, I was still in They miss what? I went and got a truck, put the chains on the truck. Snatching the trucks, driving down the street, the gates, unchain that shit. Now, I'm going to say, everybody got their bricks ready. we blasting the windows. we going there, snatching everything. Because they were still leaving shit in the windows. Mm. And we already had told them in LA, like, oh, you better leave nothing in these windows. We was hitting gun stores then. So, the area I lived in, I was on Arlington. So, it goes Arlington. It goes Arlington, 2nd Avenue, 3rd, 4th. Nipsey lived on 5th. And then it keeps going up. Okay. Then you got uh, all our big homies lived on Seventh, Eighth, and going up. So that's straight down Slawson. So that's why we was like the Slauson boys. Okay. Because I'm like not even. I'm like, this is Slawson. and then I'm seven houses from Slauson. Okay. Nipsey on Fifth was four or five houses from from Slauson on Fifth. So he's five blocks from me mm. where he grew up, and then it goes. That's kind of like the whole hood. Mm-hmm. So it goes straight down Slawson all the way to Crenshaw, okay. and then we keep going past Crenshaw. Okay. So Crenshaw is like our last main street. Okay, You know what I mean? And that's why Nipsey was really the Slauson boys. I mm-hmm. was really Crenshaw yeah, because yeah. I went to Crenshaw and I pushed Crenshaw first,
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: what I'm saying? So like our younger generation was really saying Slauson. Okay. That's why Nipsey didn't have Crenshaw on his back. He had Slauson on his back,
0: yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And
1: I was Crenshaw.
0: Yeah, and just like um, in my neighborhood uh, they had they had uh, Cypress boys, just because the neighborhood is Cypress. Right. I'm from Cypress, <clears throat> so they had Cypress boys. They had and they had junior Cypress boys, right? You know, like the little like the junior Cypress yeah. boys. And then we was like the Cypress boy. Exactly. You know what I mean? I, I, got, it, I got. And it. yeah, that's exactly so, so, how it was. So what year you, you you went to the? I mean, you went to jail for the you know, to the to the big house, you know? And what you know? What, I what, went what, to what the big
1: house in ninety in ninety one. I'm right in the ride, December nineteen ninety one. Like what? I said, I said it earlier, December a robbery and kidnap on a on a police officer. And and, and, and how much
0: time they gave you? Did you cop out? Sitting, nah, trial? hell no. Nah. I went
1: to trial. I went to trial. They mm. banged me. I ended up getting first me fifty six. Then I ended up getting reduced it down to twenty three. I do half, at that time we was doing half time. Okay. So I would have, I should have been home after eleven years, mm. but I ended up catching three years and nine months in the hole. So I did a other time. I did three years and nine months in the shoe. Okay, for
0: those that so, okay, so now you, you so you, you blue trial, you got what was this? What was your census? It was uh twenty three. Okay, and them um, and you served how much time? Thirteen. And them out of thirteen, you spent three years and a half and hole? I did
1: three and three years and nine months in the hole straight.
0: For those that don't know about the hole and all that, the shoe, like you know the bro, hole you know, is man, a California shoe. I, I was running out here, you know how is that?
1: It's, <laughs> it's twenty four hours. just twenty three hours lockdown. And because there's so many motherfuckers, it really turns into a 24-hour lockdown. Mm-hmm. So how our shoot was ran, because it was so many people in the shoot, you'll do you'll do six straight days on lockdown, and then they take you out and give you eight hours straight on the yard. Because California law makes it mandatory that you have to get so many hours out to sell a week. Mm-hmm. And because they can't give everybody their hour out to sell, so they just do it like they go by the block, and they'll take whoever shell one through 20, and they put us in these little dog kettle shells, I mean, cages. And they're about, about I used to put it across my- um, You can touch walls. Touch the wall. And they put it on a yard, and it's really dog kettles. And they got little porta-potties inside there, and they put you out there, rain, sleet, or even snow, your ass going to be out there you if you want to go out for your yard. So we go out, no underwear, I mean, just your underwear and um, your, um, your flip-flops. And that's all you can take on the yard. Now, if you out there that motherfucker and it's freezing, you're going to be out there like that. What caused you to go to the hole, though? What was the reason? Man, I broke somebody. I knocked, I knocked the dude eye out, out of socket. So I had caught a, um, I had caught a um, great body injury. So okay. one of my homeboys did some fucked up shit. He ended up coming from the county jail. We hit the call. And he trying to justify the situation. Mm-hmm. And I ended up catching it because it, it came straight to me. You know what I mean? Which I would have rather it not come to me because mm-hmm. I was on my way home. I was in my two-year mark to mm-hmm. come home. So you know, like I said, me, shit I, done big, shit, I done shut the yard down. Yeah. I done shut my presence yeah, down the right yard. Man. I get the yard to the little homie, like, mm-hmm. you got the keys to the yard. Mm-hmm. I'm backing up. I'm right at my two-year mark. And you know what it is. Every time, <sighs> motherfucker always lose a date, man. Every time you two years, or some shit. Hell, fuck I me. was nine years straight in. I was nine years straight and I had two more, but I was coming home. Boom, boom. So, so they
0: gave you three years and a half in a hole.
1: Yeah, it, gave me th- it really was since the 24 months, but because California, like I say, the prison is so crowded, mm-hmm. I ended up staying in there just waiting to be transferred. But what <laughs> happened for me is I had already fought my time back. And so I really didn't want the guards or nobody else to know when my release date was. So I never applied for all my good time back. Mm-hmm. And I because you know, you know, I need can look at your card and see, oh yeah, you go home. And that's they when know, they really control they you. Control. That's hey, how the yeah. guards come yeah. in. Oh, oh, I'll give you a write-up. They can do all that shit to you. So I never applied for my time back. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't gonna apply for my time back till I got six months to the house. You mm-hmm. know, I knew in my head what my time really was, when my release date mm-hmm. was. So if you looked in my card. My release date still looked to like 2015 or some shit like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I'm already knowing when they cha- when the courts changed my date and gave my time back, and then I beat them 115s, I knew boom, I would get my good time. And see, we did good time out here, so you get a day for day. So if you had, if you get, if you get 15 years, you only gotta do seven, because you can get day for day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, and the police know you're doing day for day and not 80, 85 or whatever percent. Then you're the ones they fuck with. Then you are really on you, though. They're really on you. And I definitely want a mother to know I was doing day for day because I had all the drugs in the yard. You know what I'm saying?
0: So you was like, in there slinging and all that. You was like, from fuck, day you know. one,
1: man. I've been hustling from day one. I yeah. hustled in the, in the thing. You know what I mean?
0: How do you, how you manage? I mean, being a uh, cripple coming from, you know, uh, uh, Crenshaw and... Uh, Going to jail? How's how's the system with all the rest of the gang members and all that? How that all play out and all that for the for the people that don't really know how the West carry you know how it's done.
1: It's system. um because of see I went early so I know it and I'm trying to tell it to you but it's a long story if I tell it to you. One would be well, sis, just say that um, it's not hard for a Crip or a Blood more than it is for anybody else that's not affiliated. And then secondly, it goes down. Like if you were in the blood, mm-hmm. you kind of got it good. Okay. And then if you, now where you are, where your gang sits, if you're from the real reputable gangs, you sit good. And if you're not, it kind of, it, it, it tears down. Then the thing is, then it goes to prison gangs. Mm-hmm. So they got different prison gangs. They got uh, um, BGF, they got um, Blue, Blue Notes, CCOs. They got Bloodline and you know, all the other different gangs.
0: When you say prison gangs, what, what, what that means? Are they just gangs only in jail? Yeah,
1: only in jail. Oh, Where yeah. they're influencing their strength is really in jail, not on oh. the streets.
0: Oh, okay. You know what oh, I mean? Because oh, like oh, when oh,
1: dudes oh. come home, they really kind of roll back what they what they set or what they video. you know, but in prison,
0: you know. Oh, I never knew
1: that. Oh, yeah. Shit, well, this, some of this shit go all through all the federal prisons too. Yeah, 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 You know what I mean? And like I think uh our gangs influence federal prisons more than anybody else, than right. in the any in the other prisons, our gangs. And California is kind of weird because um it's like uh certain places you get away with certain shit and certain places you don't. Like uh you would think that we had a lot of rabid homosexuality in our prisons, but you really don't. Mm. Cause that's kind of frowned on. And that's likened to George Jackson and all of them. But and then so it's kinda different. In our prison, I like think it was when I was young. Cause when I was young, when I got that was 23, mm. and it was different. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it wasn't heavy like now. No, it's different now. That was super now. heavy now. Super heavy. Yeah. And I think because the moral fiber of what we do, people as a people is just don't want to shits. Mm. You know what I mean? And so, like when I got to yard, when I got the captain of the yard, and as a prison I went to, dudes knew what I was on, okay. so they would know. What you can keep and what you can't keep. And then by me being from 60s, you know, the biggest gangs is like the East Coast is the Hoover from the Crip Corps Okay. From the Yarders. The East right. Coast is the Hoover. The Compton the Crystals, they moving together like they CC, the CC, uh, CC Riders. And then it works like that. Then it's, mm-hmm. we like, we're not like one of the biggest gangs in prison, um, but we more effective in our environment here. So mm. now our numbers ain't got bigger than where it was when I was younger. So like,
0: so now they big in prison.
1: Yeah, bigger than it ever was with me, cause I used to be on it. I had a keep away though. Um, I had a keep away for from the sticking on the police officer um, and Calip- no, Calipat. So I had a keep away order where I couldn't be on the yard with more than three rolling sixties, cause they had me as a shot yeah. Yeah, so I was they had me as a shot caller, I'm a, a, a staff manipulator and all this other shit. So I couldn't be around no women, no. I couldn't work for or be around no women officers. Um, mm-hmm. you know.
0: You so so yeah. So, so you so, know. Damn. Yeah. So so back then it was it was definitely toxic. Now it was heavy as hell, like the you know, like like cell stuff, phones. So, yeah, and cell, All kinds of shit crazy. Going on now. So it was, well, um, um, what year you came home? I came home 2004,
1: straight out the hole. Straight out the hole. Like I was saying, I had applied for my time back. Yeah,
0: so I on, so man.
1: so what I did was once I got to the hole, I thought first I kissed the case. Remember I told you I was two years to the house. Mm. So I kissed the case, uh, ended up knocking that knocking the dude eye out, and um, the shit really like it was my first time even seeing that. And That's just how crazy. It's oh yeah. Even I, I man. I'm look. Like, I start shit. praying. Your big ass motherfucker. <laughs> I believe that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, shit. You. I was, I was shocked so myself. You body What? Shit. I'm looking at the man with his eyes trying to get up the ground. I'm looking like,
0: oh, wait, oh, oh. fucked I, I up. Fucked up. Now I all, all I am thinking
1: Two years and about to go home. Only way I beat the case is. Cause now, in 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 the jail, dude, come serve me the paperwork. Mm. So by the time I get to the home, when he comes serve me the paperwork. I write the wrong name on the charge sheet. Mm. So when he gives me, you know, when you get your charge sheet, slide the charge sheet under the um under, under, the, door, under the door. Reading my memoranda rights, I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, hey, you, why you had to hit him that hard, man? Did you see his eye, man? That shit is fucked up. So while I'm just talking to him. I just write mm. my victim name, Kenneth Glass. Slide it under there. I'm talking to him. Swear to God, pray to God, many leave. When they come back to have my hearing, because you know you got to have a hearing within thirty days. Yeah. And if you declare that you want to, if go, if they if they gonna charge you, they got they got thirty one days to charge you and have you in front of of, of 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 a judge. So I told them I wanted to put the, put it off. I wanted to put the hearing off mm. and put my charge sheet off, my I me mean, my appearance day off. Mm-hmm. So they thinking that I signed it. Okay, so when they looking that. at the sign, they when they come back to him on 115 here, 30 days later, dude is him on one fifteen here, like, nah, man. I was like, what is this for? He's like, no, nah, you will serve this. He like, nah, I will never serve this. <laughs> so now you gotta go get the same
0: dude
1: mm. that, that's supposed to serve me. He got he off duty. I'm in the hole. I'm just sitting in the hole trying to pray that I get past this 31 days. Facts. When dude come, I'm coming off visit. Coming in, dude, hot as a motherfucker. You're like, man, no, motherfucker, you absurd. I said, man, I ain't never seen this before.
0: Mm. They
1: go to my cell, they tear my cell up. Of course, I done flushed this shit, I done flushed this a shit up a month up. ago. For so real? they put me in a stand-up. You know, they put you in a stand-up tank. You know what I'm saying? They mad as a motherfucker. Take me to the hearing anyway. Find me guilty. And say, you smart enough. Get your ass back out the hole. They find me guilty anyway, bro, with, with no 115 hearing. They, no, they had the 115 hearing, which is illegal. After 30 days, they yeah. go past the 31 days, they had a hearing. I can't now be charged. They still take me to the, he find me guilty in 115 mm-hmm. without me being there. Take me to uh, in front of the board, find me guilty, sentence me to uh, Calipatria Shoe, and send me on my way. All illegal. So you, have to, you
0: have to appeal it.
1: I had to appeal it. So now, but how long do it take to appeal it? It takes me two, it takes me two years. years. Oh, no, no, hell no. California system yeah. is so fucked up, bro. I got I'm a it. First you gotta I first I gotta write a every real pill you write, you gotta keep a copy of this shit. Right. So if I'm writing it, I gotta write it like five times. I gotta send one home to the family, mm-hmm. one to the system, and I gotta keep one. Oh, yeah. Ain't no copy machine. So everything I'm writing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all hand. All hand. I'm writing all three of these jargles. And I got to keep a log of this shit. So I'm sitting at home, sitting at wifey. had wife wifey sitting in. And I'm doing all this shit. All from now, I'm, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I done got the I got the cork and shoe. And um, that's a whole another story. So when I'm sitting in this motherfucker, fighting these people, I get about, about 15, 18 months in. I win the whole case. Now, when I win the whole case, mm. my, according to my calculations, I got about a year, a year and a half left to do. But I win the whole case, and when I went the whole case, I should be out the shoe now. You got to let me out the shoe. I turn around, I'm like, my uh, 24 months is all the way up. Now they saying they got to find a prison that will accept me because I'm, I'm a shot caller. I'm yeah, um, I'm a threat everywhere it's I go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I sit in there for a year. Know. When I finally filed for my, um, when I finally file it, get my time back, I get a time augmentation and it says that I'm 30 days over my past. What would be my release date mm-hmm. if I get these dates back? So now I'm sending all these um, letters to my counselor because you know you're in a hole, you're in the shoe. So in the shoe, you don't see nobody. Only movie you're gonna see is some pissed off guards who are working overtime yep. because they did some fucked up shit or got caught. So they don't go fuck about nobody and nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. Period. Facts.
1: And I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, then when I first get to the shoot, and I think this is what people need to understand, what youngsters need to see is when I first get to California shoot, it's different. Mm. It's 24 hour lockdown. I have no books, no TV, no radio, no nothing. A nigga's in the cell. I'm literally in the cell, nigga, damn near about to go crazy. It's It's the only time in my life that I ever was scared. Mm. because I wasn't scared. I'm in the cell by myself, so I'm scared that I'm going to go crazy or I'm going to lose my mind and I'm going to end up like some of the brothers down the hall because I'm talking about, dog.
0: Picking up cigarette butts and all kinds of
1: shit. Niggas ain't getting nothing in the shoe. You don't get shit. You ain't getting no cigarettes. You ain't getting shit in the shoe. Hell no, you're going to get a couple of suits and everything they give you, everything you buy from the commissary is going to be open. Your toothpaste, they're going to take your toothpaste, Squeeze your toothpaste into a plastic bag. Mm-hmm. They are gonna take the chips that they give you. That you buy. Simple bag. Put them in, a, and you know you gonna take them and put them in the bag. They'll take your soap, your deodorant, and put it in the separate bags mm-hmm. for you. So that's how you living. You know what I mean? And you getting like how long? That's some sick shit, my nigga. Every your toothbrush gonna be this big, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be one of them little. Three, three,
0: three pair underwears and three. That's three, three all you shirts. getting, That's all, all you
1: get. getting, And if they come in your cell, and you got more go, than that. So that's that's another go. writer.
0: Yeah. Your mattress gonna be this thick. Yeah. You don't get one cover. That's just tough, man. And a pillow. Motherfucker, that tell me they go to home for the first time or any any and and mm. and they front like that shit ain't nothing. Oh yeah, this mm, ain't yeah, okay. You blind like a motherfucker. Different go, way of they, living. And you go through that through, through the motions. You you start thinking crazy like you, just like you said you like damn I gotta keep this shit together
1: bro you know what I mean people are watch really real
0: watching crazy you the fucking four walls
1: that's it you lose track of time first thing uh, happens is once you lose I, I track of time
0: shit.
1: bro I had to put it together I had made I used, I made I made playing cards from yeah. the from the from the um from the um <laughs> from the uh, milk cartons I made playing cards and milk cartons I made puzzles I made all that shit I didn't put. Puzzled together and threw shit down on the ground, wait till it dry, and cut the paper. I mean, you had to do something to keep your mind occupied.
0: Fucking facts, man. bro. It's the fucking truth, bro.
1: And then and man. then um I, uh, uh uh I go to shower, I go to shower one day. I never forget it, I always remember this because I could hear the Laker game. I could hear somebody was playing Laker game, and Laker was playing in Portland, and we was going to shower. And one and homie Flacco. You know what I'm saying? He was he was a shot caller for for messing Mafia. He recognized me. Mm. And he
0: like,
1: uh, you know, he, he can't really say nothing to no blacks, no no blacks
0: in it, right? So I get back to my so sister. So you can't what you mean, you can't talk to each other?
1: No. They can't they we can talk to anybody else, but they be under different instructions. You know what I'm saying? So it's real races in our prison. So when I get yeah, down there, yeah, but because I had all the sex in every prison. I'm the exception to the rule, you know what I'm saying? Because I hustled with them, mm. you know. See, I hustled with them, uh, um, A B's. I hustled with everybody. I them. got money yeah. with all of them. Oh yeah. And so mm. my boy, I'm telling you, because Flocker was the one who looked out for me. He knew the officer. He told the officer to get me my TV and my other shit was really helping me out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, so he had knew me from the yard. We had came to prison together, and um, he was like, "Yeah, man. I, he though know, he said the guy he has to do the next door to me." Do with the one he like, hey homie, you got a line? Shit, I ain't got no line, need no line, nobody for me to talk to. Mm-hmm. So when he he sling the shit into the cell, send me the kite, and uh, I hit the bars. I'm like, yeah, this big you did a couple minutes, let it boom. Send me another kite, they send me a line, okay. send the line down. He like this Flaco man, fool Calipat. Man, I know you. He, he holler up, and you know, I'm like me. So you straight? I'm like yeah. And he like, man, you ain't got shit in there. I'm like nah. He get the guards. Mm you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to help me file a paperwork get my shit. I didn't even have a book. Yeah, they they wouldn't even shit. give me a book, bro. They wouldn't give me shit. You know what I mean? And so basically, when I got that shit, then I filed, they gave me something to read about, the that day or the next day. Um, And, bro, I'm telling you, I'm saying it because it was really a lifesaver. Like, I don't even know how long I would have been able to go. Mm-hmm. Because you just If you're in there, don't you start remembering everything you ever did. Everything your mama said to your cousin, you did to your little sister. You think about all kinds of shit then. Everything. Everything Mm -hmm. dark. Mm -hmm. You can remember that shit. And you're trying to fight for better memories versus rough memories. And like I said, I tell kids all the time, that was when I was most scared in my life. I ain't never been scared of dying. I ain't never been scared of... Nothing else. I just didn't want to go crazy because I was seeing people really who were solid dudes who they didn't. These people they had back here, and I'm thinking like, man, how the fuck did you fuck him up? Like, how did his mind get fucked up like that?
0: They lose their fucking mind. Lose their mind. The cigarette buzz in the yard. All kind of shit spaced out. Spaced out, nah, bro. That shit is fucking scary though. Nah, it is. So when you came home, on uh, what year were you? T- Two thousand four. Two thousand four. And you've been home since then. I've been home since sixteen years.
1: No trouble. I went back for, for a little something, but I got banged two times.
0: What do you mean?
1: I got banged. Um, I came on 2004, so I was out six months. So I went back for, like my, my me and my little brother together, he got caught with, he said he had caught with about 20, 30 pounds of weed. <laughs> and then, then I went to jail doing the Nipsey tour because me and Steve had did a deal and Steve left me up. No, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say,
0: damn, what the fuck
1: this bitch? Nah, nah, man. I went back to jail. Uh, uh we did, we did a contract with uh with uh Sony, mm. and me and Steve had signed Nipsey. So they gave us what 71000 dollars to go on tour to, to do the Nipsey tour. So I had a partner of mine who had a mobile home. Mm. And I went to him, like, look, bro, let me use your mobile home. We finna do this game tour, LAX tour. He's like, cool, go ahead and do it. But the whole time, the mobile home was on the hot sheet, and they had been looking for the mobile home. Mm. And so, but we don't know it, so I registered the mobile home in my wife's name, and Steve put the insurance on the mobile home in his name. We on tour, we go on tour, and every almost every other state we get to, they hitting us. They pulling us over, they doing all kinds of shit. One day we get somebody to see him in... Um, me and Steve is at the hotel, we taking a shower, and somebody comes say, yeah, man, the police got Nipsey on the bus. That's well, on, on the mobile home. Mm. And uh, I think it was me, Steve, shortstop, shortstop, we all, you know, we rush to get dressed, we run over there, and I come on the bus, and they got Nip on the bus. I mean, y'all gotta get off my fucking bus. This is private property, get off the bus. And they like, no, we talking, mean, now you ain't gonna talk to him in here. Mm. So get them off the bus, boom. Then um, we leave Portland, and we on the road, we just moving. So I can't remember exactly where it was, but they did some sabotage shit. They took the bus, demobilized the bus, took the um radiator cap out of it. And I can't remember it all the way accurate, but Steve probably can tell you. And so we ended up getting stopped so we calling everywhere for somebody to come get the mobile home to fix the mobile home. When they come to get the mobile home, it's the feds. They come get the mobile home, take the mobile home, take the, it's all in the paperwork. This is how we know everything that they did. So they take the mobile home apart from the rooter to the tutor. Now we stuck somewhere in between on the tour route. I say, fuck this, jump on the plane, me and Hop, and go back home. Mm -hmm. They finally get the mobile home fixed. Steve and them get on the road. They take off. Steve and Nipsey. I ended up getting, when I get home, they bang my house, thinking that my house is dude house and I'm dude and my wife because she registered mobile home. And (laughs) they they thought I was him. So when I end up getting, so I end up going, I end up going to jail, me and my wife. So now when I get out, I'm like this, like, why y'all acting all funny? They're Steve for the paperwork. They're Sony for the paperwork. They need a lease to yeah, show that yeah, yeah, we it. was leasing it and that this was the movement. Right. And then Steve and Nipsey acting like it's this major caper. So I really, that's why I left music. Oh. That was really how I left music. And if you look at it, like, if you see where at some point in our music venture, you only see Steve and Nipsey together. Mm-hmm. You kind of really don't see me no more. Mm. And, and niggas didn't really know why I had left, but I'm like, shit. If these niggas is panicking like this over some shit that ain't serious and we in a hip hop game, what if we knock down some motherfuckers? For real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I love Steve Depp, but I'm like, I gotta get away from this. And we weren't making no money then.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so they make no fucking so sense. Make made no, no sense.
1: That. Then I started managing Veeam Wains. So I'm managing Veeam Wayans. Okay. And uh, and I'm, I'm doing like, I did about six or seven movies with Veeam. Okay. So I did like, I wrote some movies. I'm, so I'm really getting, I went from Magic Veen. I mean, I went from, from Nick to Veen. And i am probably making it with Veen about 200 a year. I know when you broke
0: Nick's young. Yeah, he was young. We came out in the movie all oh, and that Me and Nick, exactly. uh, I, I, I tried. I tried movie. Yeah, we had a, we had a lot <laughs> First of time of we cast it over there. That was my, yeah. that was my first movie. Yeah, we had a lot of fucking fun. Baby. That was my first movie.
1: Steve yeah. made that happen. Yeah. Steve put that movie together, yeah, bro. Movie happened, yeah, he yeah, he did, yeah, he did. That was my boy. boy fuck, man. <laughs> but that was that, and that shit, that really, cause like what was crazy, and I always tell people this, because Steve was the only person who took a, took a, took a chance on a thug mm-hmm. and put us, put me in a room, I said us. That's true. Put us in a room with, with motherfuckers in a suit and meant it Like, cause Steve mentality was like, oh, you wanna do it what you don't wanna do, we don't wanna talk to him. Mm-hmm. You want to know him, but you don't want to talk to him. Yeah, hey, like, what kind of shit is that? You know what I'm saying? And it was, it, it was, it was crazy because, like I said, when I went and got Steve, it was because people wouldn't deal with me. Mm-hmm. And then they wanted to deal with Steve.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then they didn't want to deal with Steve. Because Steve, Steve was dealing with me. And <laughs> Pistol Pete. So they're like, Steve got all hey, the thugs. You all the people. You got these
0: motherfuckers. Yes. You trying to put these niggas in the game.
1: Yes, yes. They was a kill Steve. Man, let me tell you. I got one more story to tell you, right? And, and it goes to me and you. Because I remember when we first got Nipsey, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I went to Steve. And then Steve said, oh, I could get him signed. Steve was excited all way to the i
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, okay, cool, we're going to get him signed with Koch. Steve take it to Koch. They turned it down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He sounded too much like Snoop. We got an album we finna do. Oh, we got the Death Row catalog. Oh, all this shit we hear. Mm-hmm. Six months later, Sony signs him to Epic. Guess who takes? Guess who gets the deal? The distribution deal, front end distribution deal, first uh-huh. on the urban side. Koch. Yeah, of course.
0: The
1: same motherfuckers who turned him down. Mm-hmm. Now we got to go right back to Alan Grunblatt. Yeah. And I'm saying, remember you turned this down? Hmm. But that's how it was, though. And then, bro, I'm talking about just being a nigga from out of prison, because that's all everybody was hearing. Like it was, it was, it was, it was, it was so daunting to me because. All this rap shit at the time was about niggas going to jail, and niggas being thugs, and yeah,
0: niggas yeah, being yeah.
1: Christian blood, niggas a sea walking, and oh, all yeah, this shit. shit.
0: So we came out, we came home at the right time.
1: That's what I'm thinking. Me too. But they really didn't want to see.
0: Fuck oh, no. They was just <laughs> rapping about that shit. They want us <laughs> around
1: though. They it was just rapping about. It. That's really all it was. That's all
0: it was. All the fuck it was, man. So you been to, so you started filming. I mean, you started um um managing um um the, uh, the actor. No, uh, yeah, I
1: started managing Veen. Nipsey was signed to me. I went man- I never managed Nipsey. People okay. always say, I managed him. No, I didn't. I, Nipsey was signed. Nipsey, uh, Aramis, Don- Aramis, Astrodome was signed to me, Unique Music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I still, to this day, own 25% of publishing. Um, I think I own 25%. Of Steve owned 5% of publishing on our contract. There, there was exercise in 2010, 2009, 2010 for 10 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I own that to this day. I just ain't did nothing on it you know what i'm saying but you know that he was never i was never managing nobody mm, okay. i only did the management part well my actual contract read that if if ever i stopped because Steve didn't manage because we at the time we didn't need no manager mm-hmm. we were doing everything yeah, to bring package. him to the to, to bring him to light mm-hmm. you know what i mean so and if you know what a production company is a production mm-hmm. company you really act as everything until there a person do. has something built yeah. You know what I mean? So, same so, shit I did with
0: Killer Rat. Signed up four local guys from the corner that rap gave Mr. deal a catch with Alan grown Black, came out with that same shit. Same, same
1: exact shit. But see, people don't understand that. So they be thinking that I really came in as a manager. I didn't come in as a manager. Right. I only did that also at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? You needed but, yeah, we
0: needed to. Yeah, because we needed to. Process and all that. Exactly. That's what we do. Exactly. We, we into we do, it, we do it all if we need to. I mean, we yep. just need the opportunity to do it all.
1: And sometimes that don't come, man. Nah, you know, fucking no. But I mean, shit, we came here, man. We 16 that's, years that's, that's in. It. We home. You've been home
0: since then. You've been helping a lot of kids out, doing a lot of football stuff. Can you tell us a little bit about all the good stuff that you've been yeah,
1: doing? Yeah, so I got a um, development option. Is the biggest one of the biggest nonprofits as far as African-Americans in in, in L.A. Mm. So I've been blessed to... With an organization, so like I said, when I left it, when I left the tour, and I went to jail, I really just got back and only just started doing Veb Option. It was a wake up. It was a wake up call to me, as of sorts. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, um, you know, I've been doing all that time. Then you take that hit. I had some other little shit going mm-hmm. too. So that really was like a wake up call. Like, like you know, nigga, wake up. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I really kicked back and I started managing Vein. Vein gave me a great opportunity, man. And Alhamdulillah, thanks to Dean. And I started doing that and I started doing development options harder. So that was uh, uh, me taking my energy and putting it into kids and the organization. We had a football program, we have an after school program. We've been blessed to have over eight kids make it to the NFL through our program. Yes, sir. We have. Yes. Um, yeah.
0: Just giving a good
1: That's what's up. We yeah. love it. We love it. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, and I got man over. I got over a hundred some kids that graduated from from college that came through our program. We
0: love that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's 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 super respect. Super. Mm-hmm. You know, you my brother. I love you anyway. But I'm just yeah. saying though. But oh, I yeah. just love. I love that you're doing
1: that. Oh yeah, we are you know doing it, mean? man. We still doing it. I got like, I think got all kind of awards from the from the governor's office, from the mayor's office, just for the work we've been doing because. Since I've been home, we've been instrumental in dropping the game violence down from Chris and Blood, and I got a I got a credit, you know. Again, I always got to go back to credit Steve and Nipsey from that for for helping to do that, because it took Nipsey to see the vision, mm. and the things that I wanted to do, and not, not go out and disrespect other sets. Okay, and Nipsey got it from Gate, mm. and I don't even I I would like to say that Steve got it, Nipsey got it. That made the team have it. And we was able to, to blur the color lines in a major way in L.A. And that that was the first attack that people see. You know, if you can't wear red, if you can wear blue, if you can't do certain things. And that was the one thing that we went out and we set out to change. And, 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 and them guys, helping to see my vision, helped to change that. You know what mm, I mean? And that right. has helped L.A. in a major way. Mm-hmm. in a major, major way. you know, And so we don't see the violence and the killing like we used to see in L.A. Right. It gets that. We, we, Of course, we got spikes because yeah. uh, when I left, it was probably, what, 25% gang members and the rest would be affiliated. Now it's the rest gang members, probably 25% that's not gang members and affiliated. It's, <laughs> it's different now. <laughs> it's totally different. And I'm glad that people not at the way we was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We still yeah, got the violence. Yeah, we course. still got brothers dying but not the way it used to be it used to be constant shit right and Attemption so all
0: the time and all that everywhere you go you right. can't really i mean we on point anywhere but still the extra look yeah shit all the time and all that yeah and what you wear and all that too yeah
1: anywhere that's the key
0: that's the key because that's that's that was kind of for yeah. me i always my concern is like well i gotta make sure you know i wear the right shit but when I ever came out here, you know, I'm I'm gonna get on fuck with you. Right. Or, or Simon, you know, yeah. so I am not really, really you. Right. So yeah. I'm good. I'm, I'm I'm with you. I'm gonna wear what the fuck I want to wear. And that's how it
1: is. We wear everything. We you wear, wear everything. Know I mean? I'm just gonna, just gonna wear say, red, man. blue, and and so I do I I do a lot of speaking on you know, a lot of different places, right? Okay. And really, I try to I try to help people understand that you gotta start it at home, like my sons. I made sure my sons knew Simon. Mm. I made sure my sons knew other different bloods and whack and all these dudes because I want my sons to understand that you don't even know where your enemy is until he tell you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I got to ask you where you from to find out if you my enemy or not. Ain't this shit? How fucking serious could that be? Shit. Like, if you can't walk in a room and I just know I'm supposed to hate you or I don't like you, then goddamn it, how do I hate you? Mm. I got to find an article of clothing or something that you tell me that well, what about when I take this shit off and we ass so naked in the cell, you know what I'm saying? The people telling us when we can eat shit, piss, and you get it then?
0: hmm
1: And so, you know, I'm happy, I'm happy with that. Like right now, our program is still going, man. My last group of kids I like coach uh for my pop one team, because we kind of take them up. Like I'll get them at five years old and I'll coach them all the way up. They all often graduate.
0: Wow.
1: I got a graduate in class. My my oldest son is my my youngest son. Is finna graduate from Reno, uh, Reno, Nevada, and it's five of them that came. That came through. That's just the team that I coach. So three oh, of them are about old to graduate. Is the oldest kid, the oldest son. My, my oldest son is um, thirty. Me, because I, I, I your your kids. I, I you came
0: remember, you remember to your house, of course. They yeah, always, you remember Mike. You remember Mike. He's yeah. thirty-two,
1: and uh, my youngest is just turned twenty-one. My son, thirty-two, too. No, he' about to turn twenty-one.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, he' about to turn That's twenty-one. Yeah, we some old ed, man, but, <laughs> you know, we can say that we did it, man. We can say that we, you know, we can say that we were the next. Yeah, right. How many grandkids you got?
0: Um, Two. I got
1: four. Man, my grandson is 11 years old, 5'9". Damn. Is he into, uh, what
0: you got him at? he, 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 he,
1: he playing basketball. That's I'm driving tomorrow say. to a tournament. I'm driving tomorrow to Arizona to a tournament for three days. Oh, really? Yeah, that's so cool. we on that, he on the traveling basketball team. But this dude, five nine. Wear a size twelve shoe. Eleven years old, wear a size twelve shoe. His yeah. arms is just long. Like, He's he gonna be sunk. But you know the thing about him is, man, he he damn near a genius. Like he Oh, that's good. He 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 hard on the computers. He he, he schoolwork is done done in yeah, focus with that. Oh man, he he That's different. Perfect. You know what I mean? So yeah. he'll play. Listen, he'll listen. be one of them kids. Cause I like I like to, I don't put the burden on kids to 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 use Just sports to go to the pros. Mm-hmm. But I do put the burden on kids to use sports to go to college. Okay. See, my thing is this though. To me, every kid should use that avenue to go to college and get something out of college. Thanks. You know what I mean? Cause we know that it's only 35, 3,500 kids that play. NFL football. It's less than that they play NBA football. And it's middle ground with those who play baseball. So you got a better chance of being a rocket scientist than you do of making it to the NFL. Mm-hmm. And making and making a quarter of the money they make over the span of their 30 years of working as a rocket scientist, and that you would make as a seven to a seven to ten year player in any of these sports. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So but what I, what I try to tell kids and parents mostly is that this is a tool to get an education. Wow. So you can, if, you, if you change it to think about that, mm-hmm. no matter what, I'm going to be able to get, get an education. And I like to tell parents it's important that you go and take that shirt year. Because, I, I mean, and I'm talking to really kids who got yeah, a, super athletes. You want the kids to take the shirt year because it works and helps you in two ways. You get four paid years of college. If you take a red shirt year your first year in there, you now get five paid sure five paid years. Let the kid take a red shirt year, be at be school, without having a burden of, of education and football, or education and whatever sport they're in, that's hampering them. Okay. Because it's a struggle to come from the, edu- the lackluster education we're getting in the inner cities in New York, L.A., mm-hmm. to now going to a school, you know what I mean, where... They don't have the time to babysit you. So it's a struggle. Most of our kids, because of the lack of education we get, it, the level of education we get, are going to be challenged when they get to college. Mm-hmm. But if they know they're going to take that one year to focus on the first year of school, and whoever the parent is can give them that assistance and make sure they have the tutors and all that while they're not doing that sport, then they got four years to be great. Mm-hmm. And then be able to... Deal with school, sports, and all that. You got four years to be great. So all your kids, you you got to focus. Redshirt right. years. I mean, everybody, you're taking a redshirt year. I don't care if you don't take it the first year. You take it the second year because you need that redshirt year to be able to focus on education. So that's what I do. So my kids, I want them to come back and be police officers. Uh, um, fucking. Uh, um, mayors, go you got to come back, and get inv- get involved in the community like I was, and how I met you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like right. you got to come back and give back. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm a proponent. If you want to change the system, the system is broke. Then change it within. Right. You know what I mean? That's my philosophy.
0: And what you think about? Uh, one last question. Um, you what you think about um um jail reform? Is it necessary? Is it, do we need it?
1: The well, it's different in different states because California is well. Because I can get the history on that, right? Okay. California is different because it's, our jail system is really about profiting. It's about money. The original system of incarceration it's for it's African, it's African it's and it's minorities it's okay. was, was really uh, just about a kind of slave and keep them working. They actually, they actually found a way by getting money from the federal government to actually fund those states and fund and develop cities. So we know that, we know that cities get money. From the uh, cities and states get money from the federal government by education,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: crime, and and, and medical health, right? Anything else deals with like fires and your whatever natural disasters. We are fires in California, Um, certain places uh, of storms and other places of floods, Mm -hmm. different things. So those are the things that's guaranteed to get money. But when we send our congressmen and all these other people from different states, their job is to get the taxes money back that we pay as tax citizens to the federal government. Mm-hmm. Well, California was the master of the prison institutions. So we built a prison uh, prison complex, and that was our major way to run on crime. Okay. So that's why you started seeing a dude catch possession for sales, and then possession for sale only carries four years no matter what, yeah. you can't change the law. So they started creating enhancements. So you'll get if you got caught one time with possession, now you right. and if you get caught again, they can give you another five. Yeah, so now, if you get caught, nice. would only carry the original charge to it is one, three, and four. Yeah. But then they put they started creating these enhancements. Mm. So then California started creating enhancements for everything, no matter what. Spitting on the ground became an enhancement. Then they got tired of enhancement. They created a three strike law. Right. And then the three strike law was a way for each state to start running on a, this this. Fear of crime, they lock them up, and crime is growing. So now you get, you get uh, um, major prison complexes who are now investing money into Channel Seven News and all these different news to run that and scare the people that crime is continuously growing and crime is this Absolutely. and these are this. You only run in certain stories about the inner city community. So now, if you would think that people only die within the inner city, you wouldn't think that nowhere else that white nights. people are dying. You think white people are living forever. Like They ain't never killing each other, fighting each other, shooting. They're not doing none of that. Right. And you would only think this happening in our community mm-hmm. because that drives California's prison complex. Mm-hmm. So you go down to and you see California makes per inmate, uh, per inmate that stays in, in these little cities. So let's deal with um, Lancaster, city of Lancaster. So they will build a prison in Lancaster. That prison will then employ 1,500 people from that community. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, I said it wrong. That prison uh, uh, employs 600 people in some kind of way. 600 people who live in that community. So now they're developing small white communities, okay. and, and they're not farmers no more. They can't make money farming. They get these jobs as CEOs. I mean, as CEOs. And now they live, now, in, the town they say, live yeah. in the towns. Mm-hmm. Now you're developing.
0: Same thing they do upstate New York. New York.
1: But see, different with us, is I don't really know, but I know we got more land for them to build prisons on, oh. out here. That's the reason why we double every state in prison institutions. You know what I mean? We double everybody. And they make more money. So California was the first one to start doing private prisons. Private prisons, like investment prisons. Yeah, investment prison. How in the fuck do you come up with a concept yeah, of, a... of private prisons? That tell you right there, the, the system is broke.
0: Yeah,
1: you, 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 you. And so, the feds, under the Republicans, I'm sorry, were the first one to start rejecting the idea of paying private prisons. So, some, some four years ago, I'm I'm all over the place because it's so much more. I'm trying to just hit you with the points. Yeah, yeah, but. The laws start changing, and the private prisons are now suing California because they they had a fifty year agreement with these prisons that they would continue to run on the system of locking people up. But right. well, California is now changing that philosophy to saying to Toronto to, to, to try to introduce recidivism. Mm. That's only a concept, right? Because now they're saying that the Fed's not gonna give you money for locking motherfuckers up no more. That's really coming from the Republican run house, right? And I mean, it's just the reality of it because our Democrats in California have always ran on locking motherfuckers up. They've always ran on that. So California's a democratic state. Right. Why does California, if it's for minorities, Democrats are for minorities, how does your state lead in more prisons? Leave in more prisons? And then we as we as people, minorities, gotta fucking figure it out. Right. Like, the system ain't right. And yeah, it ain't right know. because we've been running under this so, so-called, I mean, we, but you know, we, we gotta we, free we, the math
0: out. We think that shit been running the same way so long, we think that shit was, like, legit. And it's,
1: and it's crazy because, like me, myself personally, after going to prison, and really going to prison for a crime, I really should only carry four years, because mm-hmm. I got four years for possession, Ten years for the kingpin enhancement law, the amount of drugs, five for a gun. Um, then I got another ten years on top of that for, uh, uh, what was it, possession for sales. And all of, none of this carried what the case carried.
0: Yeah, shit done changed.
1: Everything is just all the, mm-hmm. enhancements all the enhancements on top of the possession for sales because I beat the robbery part. And I beat the assault on the police officer part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 and I beat the kidnapping. So now I'm stuck with the four years for this. And I got found guilty of a gun and a robbery, which they was never a gun. So it's just really California has ran on a a lock them up mentality. Yeah,
0: that's it.
1: And so now the feds, not California, the feds have said we're not gonna continue to fund your prisons. And it's a fight they've been doing, they started doing that before I went, before I got out of prison. 2000, 2004. I got it, 2004. So the feds had said they was gonna deal with California overcrowding before I came home. So this the conversation that was going on. They just now starting to do it. So what California did was they don't want to let they don't want to let all the inmates go because they make too much money. So if you release your inmates, this is money you California cannot get from the federal government. Yeah, of course. So if you let and now you got with all these different places, they got all these different prisons. Money's not coming in that area no more. So what do you do? You lock motherfuckers up for the simplest, dumbest crime. Crossing the street. Crossing the street. Oh, you cross the street too many times. Well, guess what? He's a gang member. This is the key to this conversation. He's a gang member. So when they came with the gang enhancement, going back to what we was talking about with the uh, injunction. So how that works is they started making gang banging like this ultimate growing crime. So here's, here's how they did it and how we finally got yeah, the law changed. Yeah,
0: that shit's
1: crazy. They said, okay, if Big U, if Big U um, whoops his son and Big U gets charged with that, guess what? That was a gang member who assaulted his son. If Big U gets into it with his girlfriend, it's a gang member and in, in, in his girlfriend. If Big U gets in trouble for picking up a t-shirt, it's a gang member. So they started piling every crime that happened that a person did, they called it gang-related. So now when you look at the numbers, what do you see? These fucking gang members are out of control. Yeah. Gang members are doing this, gang members are doing that. They start doing it everywhere. New York, LA, every time you get caught, they consider it a gang-related crime. You understand know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then they start whooping it. Now they get getting money because they now you got all these gang tasks because everything. So in California, we started trying to make them, we're still doing it, to classify everything what it is. Right. If it's not gang related, don't call it a gang crime.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, here yeah, this seems like they just want to do that on everything. <laughs>
1: they got to fill the prisons up.
0: Yeah, shit is.
1: You got a contract with private prisons. We was we, look we was locking up so many people in prisons. California had a contract with other states to send them prisoners. Ain't that some shit? Yes, yeah, man, we from all over the place. Fr- from here, from California yeah, State yeah, prisons. Yeah, send a- we send a percent we sent a portion of our prisons to Mississippi. There's Mississippi, maybe. Louisiana, Alabama, and all the different states. Mm-hmm. Right now to this day. They just stopped it. Because the feds are saying we're not gonna give y'all no money for no more money for these prisons, if y'all don't get it right.
0: Well, man, you know, um, with that, man, I guess is uh this is it, man. I want to thank you so much. I appreciate All the you, time. my brother, man. You know, appreciate you for life, man. You already know what it is. Your boy, Pistol Pete, that dog in the yard. That yard talk with Big U. You already know. West Coast. You already know. Legends. Get out. The, the unique way. Exactly. The unique way. You see it. <laughs> you see it. The unique. unique way, baby. We don't do this anywhere. We just do it out here. We out here in the hood. You already know what the big homie Yeah, big we league. on Crenshaw. God damn it. Let's get that right. Yo, who knows, your boy Pistol, Dog in the Yard, Yard Talk. <laughs> Welcome back, man, if you already know that third season, Dog in the Yard, Yard Talk, man. I mean, I told you guys, man, we're not playing with you guys, man. We're not playing. We can't. we coming. You already know did this third season. West Coast journey is going to be crazy. And I want to thank my brother, you already know, Big U, for making it happen, man, and being a part of it, you already know, man. And with that being said, man, don't forget, check out my merchandise, man. We got super merch. All you need, hats, t-shirts, you got it, man. All you got to do is just get on that, click on it, and you already know how we giving it up, man. It's your boy, Pistol, that y'all talk, man. You already know. West, west, west. Big U, what up? Splash. One, two, this is a step. This is a gangsters do it. Splash, step. One, two, I'm in a whole lot of zones. Songs, they look like colonoscopes, I got the white for the white boy that's sniffing this shit, then he's pee down the slopes. I got the can for that lady that thinks she could take it, but know that she can't. I got that word for that work, that's gonna work right after it works. Look, I put.